Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to All Things Reconsidered. I am Brandon, and joining me, as always, is Joey. Yes, with a skull nut this time. It is especially spooky, <laughs> because it is spooky month yeah. on All Things Reconsidered. Welcome to October. Yes, I'm so happy it's finally October. You know, you were saying this earlier, but I'm going to steal your bit from you. Oh, no. Uh, we basically always have spooky videos. Yeah, yeah. I mean, our, our videos do tend to be a little spooky for people who don't like to rethink their theology. Yeah. but I mean, and, and we always have spooky books on display. I mean, look right up there. We got Wild at Heart. Spooky. Wild at Heart's one of the scariest books I've ever read. Yeah. So. <laughs> we have Monster by Frank Peretti. Exactly. Our nice horror collection. Monster, House, and I Kiss Dating Goodbye. <laughs> Terrifying books. Uh, but yeah, we are doing some special Halloween-themed episodes for this entire month. Yes. And uh, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. We have some great ideas planned. In fact, we even have uh, some guests coming for one of the one of our bits uh, some friends of ours who are just so hilarious. excited about it they, they're at the nice boys podcast so look them up check them out they're gonna be on a little bit later i think next week yep and uh, we're gonna be talking about everything from hell houses to people who claim to visited hell we're gonna have a special uh version of mystery mug and we're gonna have mystery jack-o-lantern bowl yes and uh, we'll talk about trick-or-treating we'll talk about um christian horror movies i mean all the things all sorts of fun so make sure you stay tuned in for spooky month on all things reconsidered now if you are watching on youtube you will probably see that the timestamp and the length of this video is a little bit shorter than our typical upload um we are actually gonna start splitting up the video portion of our podcast into two parts released on monday like always and then the second half will be released on thursdays just to make it a little bit easier you know 30 minute videos you know 25 30 minute videos are just easier to Sit down and commit yeah. to, but yeah. the audio will still be released as the full audio file on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everything like that on our normal Monday uploads. Right. So if you're interested in anything we are putting out, make sure you subscribe and ring the bell. I mean, I'm excited to eventually get talking to you about like our own paranormal experiences that yeah. we've had and our thoughts on like Ouija boards and exorcisms. I Luigi mean, boards. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, did you say Luigi? Board? I did. I was going to see if you noticed that. I, I, I just sent me. Yes. Yeah, so we're going to talk about Mario and Luigi and how they contact the dead. Wahoo! It's going <laughs> to be great. We might play a spooky video game even. Spooky. For one part. I don't know. We'll, we'll see if we can work that out. Yeah. But uh, anyway. anyways, welcome <laughs> to today's episode though. Joey, now whenever I was a kid growing up, um, I grew up in New England. Yeah. Quaint little Connecticut town. Mm-hmm. And we had a couple apple orchards and the like nearby. So haunted houses and haunted corn mazes and the like were always in the books for a fun Halloween time activity. Oh, yeah, of course. I'm sure. Now, if I know anything about Christianity, it's they love to take things that people like mm-hmm. <laughs> and make a not as and cool version them. and <laughs> yeah. ruin them. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. We're very good at that. And we did that with haunted houses. Uh, it, it, we are talking, of course, about something that actually has many names. Oh, yeah. They're called Judgment oh, yeah. Houses, uh, Reality Houses, uh-huh. Eternity House, Tribulation Trails, and, of course, the classic Hell House. Hell House. Yeah, it, it's, it's this... Spooky! <laughs> we I've, told you guys, it's spooky month on all things you're Oh, yeah, yeah, and it is terrifying uh, how much trauma those things have uh, caused people. I have never actually been to a haunted house, but I have been to many hell houses. See, that blows my... I've never been to a hell house, unfortunately. like Oh, man, that's We were looking it up. I was trying to find one close by, but 
with COVID and everything like that, surprisingly, you know, churches are not doing, a lot of churches aren't doing yeah. hell hazard things like that because of COVID. I also think they're kind of getting out of style. Yeah. Um, and they were really popular throughout the 90s and early 2000s. Yeah. And they actually all started with a church in Texas. Yeah, the big one, um, Hell House, the big mm-hmm. Hell House from Trinity Church in Texas, mm-hmm. started in 91, I think. Yeah, I think so. And so, I mean, like, this year would have been the 30th anniversary of Hell House. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. It's been a long, long time. That's a than we've long time, yeah. <laughs> That's nuts. But uh, I would love to get into the different kinds of Hell Houses that I've been through. Yeah. And we can, and just... What the the damage that those kind of things cause? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, before we do that, though, I also want to make note that a lot of what is done in hell houses is completely based out of ignorance and misunderstanding. Oh of yeah, one hundred percent. And even with very little theological backing, I swear the people that put on some of these hell houses would not be able to have the the biblical knowledge to even sign on to like a theological statement right. because they 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 get what they're putting on display from movies yeah exactly and from stories not actually from the bible right and one of the things that was super influential with the first hell house that i ever went through was that sounds of hell hoax Have you oh heard yeah 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 oh my goodness that terrified me as a kid well i mean i bet it did yeah so for anyone who doesn't know uh there was this hoax that happened I, i'm not even sure the year but I, I want to say late 90s. I'll do a fact check while you're explaining what happened. Awesome. Go ahead and look it up and just tell us the, the story of that. It, it terrified me as a yeah. kid. Okay, so I have it pulled up here. So it says that in 1989, mm-hmm. some Russian scientist in uh, Siberia had drilled a hole about 15 kilometers deep into the Earth's crust. Now, the specific spot where they drilled broke open into a cavity. Okay. Nice, nice. And so they dropped a microphone and some other equipment down there. Temperature is about, you know, 1,000 degrees Celsius, so mm-hmm. 2,000 Fahrenheit. Mm-hmm. But there was some sounds recorded. Yeah. And they got 17 seconds of audio before the microphone melted. <laughs> but the it's 17 so- seconds is allegedly the sounds of the screams of the damned. Yes. And as a kid, I would listen. I, I would hear that because I remember I was, I'd find it on the internet and listen to that 17-second clip. Yeah. And it terrified me. Well, yeah, I bet it does. And, and, and it's like screaming and you hear like older sounding like male voices that seemingly are like issuing commands. Like, right. Like not screaming in pain, but like shouting some sort of orders. Right. Um, or something to that effect. And this was such a big hoax that it uh, fooled a lot of prominent preachers. Yeah, I mean like they broadcasted this on TBN called, yeah. like there was like a headline that said scientists discover hell. Yeah. yeah so it's it, like I, I remember, we love whenever scientists confirm things. Yeah. <laughs> like they love whenever scientists mm-hmm. confirm, you know, like the yeah. whole, uh, what's that cross molecule in the body? Yeah, I don't know, but I know what you're talking where about. Where it's like, you know, God designed the human body yeah, with this proof. molecule that keeps everything, every single thing together. And without it, your body would fall apart. Yeah. And notice how it's shaped just like the cross. Right. But when those same scientists But when those same scientists are like, hey, like- COVID kills people. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> or, hey, we share a lot of DNA with apes and we probably ah, evolved. Nah, nah, too far. Too far. But yeah, man, I remember Perry Stone uh, was traveling and came to my church and he preached at my church about this story and it was like using it as a basis for all sorts of understandings about hell. Such and, a weird thing to preach about. Yeah, I know. I know. Hell, yeah. So that was... Just one example of some of the ways that um, the church has been fooled about this kind of yeah. stuff. And a lot of Hell House stuff was influenced by that. Um, 
Brandon and I have just recently watched a documentary that you can find on YouTube about the Trinity Church Hell House, the original Hell House. Yeah, super interesting. Yeah, and there were some really eye-opening moments that prove just how ignorant the church was that that put this kind of thing on. Uh, For instance, there was one point where it was showing them decorating for their hell house and they were spray painting different like images and, you know, spooky things. And they were doing a scene all about a cult. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, they wanted to spray paint uh, 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 satanic symbols all over. And instead of a pentagram, I'm not joking, they did the Star of David. (laughs) Thinking that it was a pentagram, and like no one in the no one mentions it. The camera just pants and then like stops on it, as if like the cameraman knew and he was like, right, 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 but like no one around realized it. <laughs> it was a star of David, dude. Speaking of that, so that that documentary is very interesting to me. So yeah. like, uh, I didn't watch the entire thing yet, but like one of the opening scenes, they're talking about the purpose of it, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so the guy's like, "Listen, do we lead? You know, like is our goal?" Fear. Do we lead through fear? And I was like, no, no, absolutely not. He goes, right. But is fear a very important part in leading people to God? They're like, well, yeah. Of course it is. It's like, uh, no. How do you not see that contradiction? Like, it was wild to me. Yeah. I love the scene where it, it shows people planning and like writing the script. Yeah. And again, to show how ignorant they were of everything they were talking about, it's this amazingly comical scene that feels like it was actually written to be a comedy where these th- this man and this woman are trying to write a script together and they can't figure out how to properly write out Magic the Gathering because they're trying to talk about a kid who plays Magic the Gathering and then ends up being a Satanist and goes to hell. <laughs> and they're going back and forth like, is it the Gathering, comma, Magic? Is it the Magic Gathering? And the guy's like, no, it's the Gathering of Magic. <laughs> <laughs> and they're arguing and bickering over it. And it's like... You can just have, look it up. Yeah, you have no idea what you're talking about. Right. And you right. are basing theology or, or, or your attempt at theology right. off of total ignorance. It was hysterical. Yeah, it's 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 interesting to say the least. There was even this rave scene where the guy who was directing the rave scene and he was like, you know, before I got saved, this was the kind of stuff I was into, so I know a thing or two about this and I know how this works. And in the scene, um, a guy drops a, a, a drug in someone's drink you know, like right. spike someone's yep. drink. And he, and they sit there like, wait, what's the name of that drug? And they go back and forth like 10 minutes, not sure what the name of the drug is. And anyway, I could go on and on. It was hilarious. So look up that documentary. If you just look up Hell House documentary, you'll find it. Yeah, it's it's, it's very eye-opening to like mm-hmm. the reality behind setting up something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's honestly, this from the early 2000s, so I'm sure, you know, things changed a lot. Hairstyle sure changed. Sure, sure there did. some really funny hairstyles. Dude had a banging mustache, though. My guy's yeah. mustache was awesome. There's this one guy in that who had this super spiked up hair that looked like... Remember that you remember that Disney Channel movie, Xenon? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was like super spiky. Like, mm-hmm. you pop a balloon with it. I'm surprised you were allowed to watch that. Um, I probably was not... I probably didn't have permission. But ah, gotcha. You know, I was a bad kid. I was <laughs> probably going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> but there's basically different types of hell houses. Now, before I, I can explain some of the stuff about that, if you're not familiar with it, but how familiar are you with how they worked? Like, like so, the actual format of how a hell house was done. I'd imagine it was done like a haunted house. Mm-hmm. Um, now, have you ever been through a haunted house? No. Okay. So I think what we should do, all right, mm-hmm. is I will talk about a haunted house. Okay. And then you tell me. So like, in tandem, we'll tell what it's like to go through these things. Okay, right? okay. So we have haunted house over here. Mm-hmm. 
we have Hallelujah House over there. <laughs> okay. So, Haunted House. Mm-hmm. You stand in line. Mm-hmm. Okay. Getting ready to get spooked. Yeah. yeah. Now, most of the time when you're in line, there are actors out there spooking you while you're in line. Yeah, that would happen. So are they priming you at a hell house, like, for what's about to happen? Yeah, they would have, like, people in, you know, robes and demonic-looking costumes okay, kind of yep. come up and, and, and spook you. Oh, yeah. That happened. But um, but they would send you in in tour groups. Okay. It's like, it wasn't, um, it wasn't like you just go in and you kind of walk through on your own. You would have someone who would guide you through it, who was like a demon taking you on this tour, basically. Okay, so now, back to Haunted House. Right? Uh-huh, You've uh-huh. gone through your line. Get to the door, right? Open the door. And sometimes there is a guide, okay? Mm-hmm. But the thing is, like, it wasn't, like, at least the ones that I went through, there are some really, like, intense ones where it's, like, it is, like, a tour group. Yeah. But it's a very linear track where you're walking through, and there's, like, ah, spooky there. Ah, spooky there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, it's mainly jump scares where they're trying mm-hmm. to, like, you know, get a, ah, like yeah. a classic, so that you know. a picture can be taken right when you're screaming, and right? I can put that on social media, like right. scary. No, that's not how this was at all. <laughs> um, this was more like, um, have you seen the play Heaven's Gates and Hell's Flames? I was in the play Heaven's Gates and Hell's Flames. Right, we've talked about that. Oh yeah. Imagine that only all hell scenes, and oh, you just perfect. walk through and watch them. Okay. So like, you would be more in a group that would go room to room, and they'd be a roped off section, and then there'd be like an actual play happening in front mm-hmm. of you. So you would walk in and you would watch a full scene. And then you'd go to the next one and watch that scene. Gotcha. And so there'd be one scene where it'd be like someone committing suicide. And then another scene where it's someone who got drugged at a rave and, and you know, was attacked by guys. And, and then another scene where you have a gay person dying of AIDS in a hospital. Wait, I just want to... So if someone mm-hmm. got drugged... Yeah. They're going to hell for doing drugs. So that was, yeah, that's the point I wanted to make a little bit later. But yes, there's absolutely no mercy in these hell houses. They basically, a lot of the crimes that people would go to hell for, and, and this goes beyond just hell houses. This is this shows us evangelical thinking of yeah, how absolutely. you get to hell. Yeah. A lot of the crimes were completely based out of ignorance right. or even being victims. So they would show people, they would show a kid in like a, a abusive family situation where like the dad is screaming at the mom and the mom leaves and then the dad turns and like you know beats the kid yeah. and the kid ends up dying and that kid goes to hell and it's like what they're the victim in this situation yeah like i remember like watching the documentary there was like one scene that was like super controversial mm-hmm. where you know a girl had gotten an abortion yes but she got an abortion because it was incestuous rape yes yes they do they do, they do incest scenes it's the, and so it's yeah. like you know it's a terrible situation on top of a terrible situation, mm-hmm. and the girl is going to hell. Yeah, for things that were forced on her. There's absolutely no mercy. They they would show that people who commit suicide go to hell. Now, even before I stopped believing in hell being eternal conscious torment, right? Even before then, I had already stopped believing that a person who commits suicide goes to hell. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Because that's more of, of a victim of 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 mental, mental issues, issues or yeah all sorts of things and so i can't imagine god sending you know but they would they would show that um they would have all sorts of very um controversial scenes for instance the year that the columbine shooting happened mm. that same year they did a columbine scene and didn't seem to realize how tasteless that is or they did yeah maybe or they did Maybe so, but so they got in trouble for that and uh, for things like showing that people with AIDS go to hell, things like that. And um, they would always want to be 
very much affecting what was happening in culture at that moment. Right. So, you know, it showed over the years that first, when they were doing the cult scenes, they would, they'd always have the demons come out and talk like a supervillain in, in like cheesy superhero yeah, cartoons. Yeah, like they say monologuing. Their, yeah, they say their whole plan. <laughs> you sly dog, you got me monologuing. <laughs> yeah, that's literally how they would write, write Listen, the demons. Listen, bonus points to whoever names that movie in the comments. Don't easy. give it away. It's an easy one, but it, yeah, it's it's an easy one. But I love I love that quote. But uh, they they would be monologuing about how like this kid I started him young with goosebumps books and now he's worshiping Satan. <laughs> <laughs> and then like years later, it would switch to like Magic the Gathering, and then years right. later, Harry Potter. You yeah, yeah. It's always like you know very pointed to the satanic panic. Yeah. All sorts of stuff. So I, th- I found that super interesting. Do you think they got, like, inspiration from, like, the screw tape letters? Oh, yeah, I think so. Now, I'm a big C.S. Lewis fan. Yeah. Like, I enjoy, you know, his works on early Christianity and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, the screw, tape, the screw tape letters, great, great book. You know, like, the way that he released it, how they were, like, new, essentially newspaper articles that came out one at a time. Yeah. And then, you know, the collective got put together into a book. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. Yeah. However... <laughs> They kind of miss it doing it that way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, they don't do him justice at all. Yeah. I mean, but anyway, so that that was one main type of Hell House. Yeah. It is where you watch different scenes. Okay. There are other types of them, though. For instance, I remember my church, when I was really young, didn't do that play style. They did more of, like, you just kind of would walk into the church's gym, and okay. there'd just be, like... It'd be all dark, and you'd be in your group, and there'd just be demons kind of running back and forth and, like, jumping out and Ooh, spooking spooky. you. And you kind of, like, navigate through it while they're, you know, jumping out. Yeah. Um, and then you'd get into different rooms where it was, like, different types of torture was happening. Sure. Now, keep in mind, you know, they would let kids go through this. Like, right. there was no, as far as I remember, there was no age limits. I certainly remember younger kids being able to go to yeah. it. And my brother, I was talking to him about this because he remembers it more vividly than I do. He was He said that there's rooms where they'd go in and there'd just be different types of torture taking place. Mm. And he remembers one where a person was like tied up and being whipped and that they had this, this like fake whip with, it's kind of like a cat of nine tails. Yeah. 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 And it was, it, it would spray blood. It was some sort of prop effect. What? That squibs it, on it? Yeah. It would spray blood. And you know, it's just really creepy to think about how much thought went into this. Yeah. I rem- in that documentary, for instance, they had this one scene where they would, put plexiglass on the ground and then like basically make a, a, a box under it to where uh, two people could lay in there and then they put like a fog machine yeah, yeah, yeah. and they yep. like press up against the, the plexiglass like they're trapped beneath you in hell. Right. And I just always think of like that meme, how it started, how it's going. <laughs> yeah, where it's yeah, like yeah. how it started. Jesus referencing a valley outside Jerusalem where pagan rituals took place right. and making a metaphor, how it's going. Teenagers under plexiglass <laughs> screaming, <laughs> you know? It's like, how did we get from point A to point B? It just, I, I, it blows my mind. So here's my question, all right? So we had haunted corn mazes too, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Was there like an equivalent to a haunted corn maze? Yes, and it's called the Tribulation Trail. Now, how did that work? Because, like, I mean, a haunted maze, I mean, like, we'd have, like, 
you know, mm-hmm. dude in a match chasing us with like a chainsaw. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like, do you have like demons? Like, I'm going to get you. You're going to do drugs. Yeah. Uh, you know, the tribulation trail is more specifically focused on the book of revelation. Ah, uh, makes sense. Well, their horrible misreading of it, of course. Right. But, um, they would have like the horsemen of, of death and war and, and, oh, rock and, roll. and they'd like ride on actual horses and they'd jump. Oh, and you basically would walk through the events of the end of the world. Gotcha. Yeah. And then we had, Sleep Hollow a couple times or like you know there's like a headless guy he's like holding like a jack-o'-lantern riding a horse yeah and like looking back like that's super spooky it was spooky mm-hmm. back in the day but like looking back I'm like that's just impressive that they can make that out, that they can pull well, it off an important difference too is that with those kind of haunted houses you're never told this is real life right with these hell houses I mean some of them are actually called reality houses right. and they're trying to show you this is literally what's going to happen if you play with Yu-Gi-Oh cards you will become a Satanist you will be drugged at a party and you will die and go to hell and then yeah. they show you in hell, and it's it's very traumatizing. That happened to me every time I watched Harry Potter from the ages 12 to 17. Yeah. Every yeah. single time. Another trip to hell. Yep, another trip. Man, I bet you got to know those demons pretty well. Though. Oh, yeah, me and Fred were <laughs> tight. <laughs> it's it's really sad how to think of how many people um, were so negatively affected or even had trauma from these yeah, absolutely. experiences. The idea that this is how we present the gospel. It's like, stop and think for a second about what you must think of your God. Right. If you think that the best way to tell people about him is by showing people being horribly mutilated and killed. Yep. It's like, what, you know, just stop and think about that for a second, yeah. you know? Um, but I don't think they like to think about it because then they have to like address like what's wrong, you know, like that the idea of this probably isn't right, you yeah. know? Yeah. There was one that I went to. Um, I hope this isn't boring anyone, me just telling stories of hell houses. But uh, there's one that I went to where it was more so following your own death. So they would start. Oh, so it's personalized. Know, yes, it was very personalized. They'd get your name before you get in. Okay. okay yep. And then they, they would start with a drunk driver accident. So you would get into a church youth group van. They'd pile in as many kids as they could into their youth group van. Yep. And then the person driving and the person in passenger seat would be actors. Okay. So you'd have to like listen to what they're saying and they would go around a parking lot where there's plenty of open space and they're mm-hmm. swinging all around and the guy's driving's like, oh, I'm fine. Oh. I've only had a few drinks and the guy in passenger seat's like, dude, I think you should stop. You've Bro, drank too much. You've yeah. had a lot to drink today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then finally, eventually, they pull up to where there's a lot of stage lights ready to go and they slam on the brakes and the lights go on and they honk, they, they have a horn and everybody piles out and there's a whole scene where they have like an actual fire truck okay. or like an ambulance sitting there and there's a whole scene of someone dying on a stretcher. Oh, God. And there, it's like, supposed to be you ah uh, gotcha and then you follow they show that person so you're like, having an out-of-body experience basically because okay. they cover their face so that it could be you and then they gotcha. follow as like the body is sent to the morgue and then they follow like the parents being told that so-and-so had died and then the to the funeral and then finally to hell and it's like watching the full and then funeral. finally to hell yeah. where you belong because someone else got into a drunk driving yeah, accident. Yeah, exactly. I, they would actually they actually handed us a death certificate with your name on it. What? Yeah, yeah. When when we got to the morgue scene, they they did the whole scene of like this. So, so you had to like pre register. Yeah. For this so event, they get, so they have your name. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then they and then they would break character and be like, okay, where's Joey? Is Joey? Like, <laughs> handing your death certificate. <laughs> and you're in the back like. Okay, so everybody like, line up in alphabetical <laughs> order. Yeah. Receive your death certificate. Yeah, it was. It's pretty scary. It's it's, it's just why. 
Joey Tribe. <laughs> yeah. It's Treeb. They don't care in hell how to pronounce your last name, yeah, honey. That's okay. part of the torture. They call you Joey Tribe there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that sucked. Um, so I'm I'm not a fan of hell houses. That's that's fair. You know. Who is? Uh, evangelicals, I think. It was interesting because like I went on that church's uh, webpage to see if they were doing it again in Trinity? Yep. Mm-hmm. And so it was suspended for uh, last year and this year. And the amount of people that were like, oh, my God, what a shame. Yeah. Yeah. Was so looking forward to bringing my youth group, you know, down. Like, people traveled oh, from yeah. different states. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no church, to do this. no church could put it on quite like them, you know, because they must. They're the OGs. They, they, they went all out. And it's just, again, you know, if you've been watching our show for a while, you probably have already picked up that Brandon and I. Do not believe that hell is like any of this that we're yeah. describing. Uh, we see hell very differently than charismatic. And again, do. for everybody listening, we believe that hell is real. Yeah, I just don't believe it's anything like what charismatic. I don't believe it's what evangelical charismatic fundamentalists believe that hell is. Yes. And I don't think Jesus believes that <laughs> hell is what evangelical charismatic fundamentalists is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And also, if you're watching this and you disagree with things like hell houses... Let's not bombard people, you know, who put them on and like talk about how trash they are. Yeah. Because that doesn't make us any better than they are. That's true. Like, yeah. There's a way that you can handle it. Call them out for what it is, but like attacking places. Mm-hmm. Cause like I've seen where, you know, people have like legitimately like, you know, attacked places that do hell houses. Yeah. 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 Well, if you are a Christian and you do something like that, that's on you. Mm-hmm. But attacking someone else in the name of God because you serve God the right way is still also serving God the wrong way. Yeah, no, you, you, make, so. you make a good point. There's even a scene at the very end of the documentary that I keep talking about um, where uh, three or four teenagers who I'm assuming are atheists mm-hmm. are having a very heated discussion with the pastor sure. of that church because they got really angry when they saw the scene where um, a gay person with AIDS goes to hell. Right, which would garner like a very, you know, strong response. I'm not saying that it wouldn't. Yeah, of course. You know? Yeah, and um, so it, it, I, I'm just as mad about these things. Yeah. I mean, at first, even when I still believed in hell like this, I was already just mad because I was like, this is a dumb strategy. You're just trying to right. scare people into being saved, and it right. never works. Like, even if someone in the moment and in their fear and in the peer pressure, you know, says a few words and maybe maybe even signs a paper saying that I accept right. Jesus, it doesn't mean that there's longevity necessarily when you make a decision out of fear. Right. You know? so Because when you realize you don't have to be afraid of something, mm-hmm. it doesn't stop, like, it doesn't stop you from going away from it exactly so like you know whenever you're a kid and you're afraid of the dark and you sleep with a nightlight Mm -hmm. you think that nightlight that nightlight is your safety yeah however when you realize oh there's nothing to be afraid of the dark about exactly then you throw the nightlight away exactly eventually you realize that there's nothing under your bed or hiding in the closet right and you stop being scared and so when you make a decision out of fear eventually you might realize like wait there's not a lot of scripture to back up this view of hell. Right. Maybe hell isn't like this. Why am I so scared? And if your faith is only based on that, and yeah. then that goes away, well, you have nothing left exactly. for faith to stand on. Um, so we'll have to do some more episodes about specifically what we think hell is. Yeah, I agree. I'd, I'd love to do that soon, but uh, I think that about wraps up hell houses. Yeah. So... Those are hell houses, everybody. (laughs) If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you drop a comment down below if you have ever been through a hell house or if you plan on going through a hell house. Yeah. 
because I know that I do. If I can find one, I'm going to one, and I'm taking Joey to a real haunted house. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. I want to see him spooked. Man, the closest thing I ever had to a haunted house was there was this house nearby that we would we would always take this bike trail from my place, and we'd pass this old house. Yeah. And the rumor was that it was haunted. Rumor has it. And I, I realized later that the only reason why there was a rumor that it was haunted okay. was because it sold things like Magic the Gathering cards. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think it also sold, like, it might have sold some paraphernalia for other That's incredible. drugs and stuff. So it, just because it was that, the story was that it was haunted. Right. So funny. Now, so I think the only thing that's reasonable is a hell house tells you what hell's really like okay <laughs> reality house yeah right yeah i think the only thing that makes sense to talk about next is people who have been to hell yeah and who have come back to warn us about it now we have talked about people going to heaven before we have talked about the heaven vacationers we have talked about the people who spend their days and hours and weeks Right. Like half their life traveling from their bedroom to heaven. Yes. Today, we will be talking about the flip side of that. Mm-hmm. The tales, some would say, of that coin. Yeah. I'm the really... yang to the ying. Wow. Wow. Yes. And we are, uh, of course, talking about people like this guy over here. Yeah. Bill Wise. Or it might be Weiss. I don't know. W-I-E-S-E. Yep, sure. We'll just call him Bill. Mm -hmm. So Bill over here wrote the very famous New York Times bestseller, 23 Minutes in Hell. I did four. Four (laughs) minutes? (laughs) Yeah. um, Well, there probably is only about four minutes of actual truth in the story. Yeah. Let me me see that real quick, too, because I've I've skimmed over this. My favorite part about this book is it's 169 pages. Yeah. Okay. 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 So, of the 169 pages, mm-hmm. pages, let's see here, 1 through 42 is actually his 23 minutes in hell. Really? <laughs> so, that is one-fourth of the totality of this book. So, what's he talking about the rest of the time? I don't know. <laughs> but then, pages 137 to 169 are appendixes. So, there's barely anything in there. So, like... It's just 23 minutes of nonsense. Yeah. So we have 40 pages of his 23 minutes in hell. Yeah. And there's other people like him who had stories like this, too. You had Don Piper, who went to hell, uh, allegedly. Um, and you also had a woman named Mary Kay Baxter. And she's the one... She Her story is one that I'm most familiar with. Okay. Because I read that book. It's called A Divine Revelation of Hell. And she also had A Divine Revelation of Heaven. Because she, she's one of those ones who miraculously went to both. Gotcha. Um. And I read those books when I was in elementary school. Okay. Which, I mean, right there, it's like, why was I allowed to read this? Uh, because it's Stand saving by. you. The the thing about these books, um, so we, we I don't know but for sure about you, Brandon, but I don't really believe that this is something that people ever actually experience. Not just do I not believe this guy. Right. But I, the whole idea of taking a trip to heaven or hell, I, I don't sure. really believe in. But go ahead. Um, so I was looking up uh, this Mary Kay Baxter person, mm-hmm. and it says that God gave her visions of hell yeah. for 30 nights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for 30 nights, God brought her to hell. Yes. 
And uh, allegedly. <laughs> and we say that that's the action of a loving God. Yeah, yeah, isn't that interesting? And then, well, you should also just... Jesus wasn't even in hell for 30 nights. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but the, the thing that always stands out to me about these stories is that they always have very important differences in what they're seeing in hell or in heaven. Yeah. And it's like, shouldn't your books... Have a little bit of consistency. With each other. Yeah, just yeah. have some consistency. A lot of things that they, one thing that they all love to do is stress that they saw very famous people there. <laughs> right. Because for right. some reason, there's like this celebrity A list of like, we got to, I have it's to like, put in there that I saw John Lennon. Does I that had, add like, you know, credibility to what you're saying? I don't know, man. It's like, of course, John Lennon's in hell. If you yeah. saw him there, you must have gone. Yeah, but like, <laughs> exactly. Or and they would even get political. Like they'd say, oh, I saw, you know, such and such old politician that nobody, you know, that Republicans don't like. Right. You know? But you, it's like no one ever saw a really historic people like you know yeah. no one ever said I saw Alexander the Great <laughs> yeah, right. it's always someone right. who just like died like 10 years ago or something yeah. you know um, or in the future yeah <laughs> be like hell has no time period I saw Obama <laughs> he's still alive hell doesn't care about time <laughs> he was there he Actually, was there he is a demon so there you go <laughs> um, but yeah that always just strikes me as odd is this need to like put in that Almost like name dropping. Yeah. You, you met Some him. weird demented name it's dropping. Like, it's like, oh, well, I got Michael Jackson's signature. <laughs> <Hell>. <laughs> well, I mean, hell is a pretty big place. So it's not like everybody could see the same, you know, celebrities in hell. Well, so I would like to, I like to imagine that there's kind of like a Hollywood house tour bus kind of thing. Yeah. You know, you get on, it's like, and over here is the. But gym, like, they're like, the monster's like, to your left, you will see the house of Elvis Presley. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, not Elvis. <laughs> yes, Elvis. Oh, my God. Uh, another thing that I see in these books that doesn't make a lot of sense when you actually read the Bible yep. is that they always have this misunderstanding um, where they think that in hell, demons are employed to, like, torture people. Right, where it's like, is there nine to five? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like they're clocking in another day at the job, gotta, you know, keep the fires hot. And it's like they, like, go home and there's, like, a bar, and it's <laughs> like, honey, I had a long day. I'm gonna go get a drink. Yeah, I had to torture Elvis again today. <laughs> Who you going with? I'm going with John from Gnashing of Teeth. <laughs> Oh, man, maybe I could get transferred to, to the cat of nine tails whipping <laughs> yeah. or something. Oh, man, I would like to have a conversation with the worm that does not die. I bet he's seen a lot. I bet he has seen a lot. I mean, just the fact that you have an all-consuming fire that we're like, everything's burnt up, and yet this one worm that doesn't die, according to the parables. Right. Like, that must be a pretty hardy worm. <laughs> I mean, you think it's like a big old worm and it's like a little guy? I don't know. But it's like a little guy who's seen some things? Yeah, yeah. He's very respected. Yeah. Know? It's yeah. like, <laughs> he's the manager of like the day shift. <laughs> now, I will say to get on a little bit more of a serious note, okay. the thing that I do find interesting is that they all do have different views of what hell is actually like mm -hmm. and what heaven's actually like. And I personally believe that that's the most theologically sound part about these books. Is what? Is the fact that none of them line up with each other. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because I believe that we will all experience hell and heaven differently. Oh, okay. Until the new heaven and the new earth comes to reside on earth. Okay. So I believe, you know, until the second coming, like people that are in hell probably are experiencing it differently because of what our view of hell is. Mm -hmm. yep. And so, and just a quick, a quick drop in the bucket of like mine and Joey's hell theology yeah, is. Yeah, good idea. We believe that hell is separation mm -hmm. 
from God's love for us. Yes. And a rejection of God's love for us, Mm -hmm. which feels like hell. Yeah. And it is God burning out every impurity, every sin that is in our hearts until we are fully reconciled Mm -hmm. back to the Father. Yeah. I've even heard others describe it not necessarily as separation from love, but as experiencing love just as you are rejecting it. So as you reject that love... Uh, it, it essentially feels like a hell where, where you are in such contrast with the love of God. Right. But that's, like you said, it's to burn away impurities and be able to enter then into the heaven relationship. Right. Now, people ask us, you know, well, what about Jesus dying on the cross, you know, for our sins? So if we accept Jesus in our hearts, we're still going to go in hell, go to hell, then what's the point of the Christian faith? <laughs> now, the point is, is Jesus didn't die on the cross to make God not mad at us right. so we could go to heaven. Right. Jesus died on the cross to die a death that we never could. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So Jesus, through his sacrifice, was not Jesus telling God, you don't have to be mad at them anymore. Mm-hmm. Jesus on the cross was God saying, I was never mad at you to begin with. Mm-hmm. And it's a defeat. It's defeating death itself. Right. So, and so Jesus defeats sin, hell, and the grave mm-hmm. while he's on the cross. Mm-hmm. So we don't have to experience death in the way that for thousands of years they experienced death. Right. Where they were separated from God when they died. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, that's what they believed. You know, they got put into, um, oh, what was was it Sheol? Yeah, Sheol or, or Abraham's bosom. Yeah, Abraham's bosom, Sheol. Yeah. So where they're separated from God until the Messiah would come and then rescue them all out of there and they'd be taken up to be reconciled to God. Right. Jesus paid for that for everybody. Right. Not just the Jews. Exactly. And so that's that's kind of a quick little drop into yeah. what we believe in, why we think that these trips to hell are ridiculous. Yeah, and why they, they always seem to be painting out this overly simplified to the point where it's, hurting people idea of Christianity right. where the whole point of Christianity is believe the right things and you get to go to heaven don't believe the right things and you have to go to hell right. and and people when we say we don't believe that hell is eternal or we believe that all shall be reconciled they say well what's the point if you're working in that framework where everything's just about going to heaven or going to hell then yeah what we're saying makes it seem like what's the point it right. makes yeah, it pointless sure. but you have to expand your framework of what Christianity is about it's right. not just about getting to heaven it's about heaven on earth yeah, and this one I find interesting is Jesus doesn't spend that much time talking about mm-hmm. eternity yeah. in all reality. Yeah. I mean, the Great Commission isn't even go mm-hmm. tell people the gospel so they can go to heaven. Yeah. It's go make disciples of the nations. Yes, exactly. It's not even talking about individual salvation. It's yeah. talking about making other Christians in other nations. Mm-hmm. It's showing them how to live a Christ-like life yes. in other nations on the earth. Exactly. The whole point of, of this is to transform the world. That's why all throughout the gospel, they talk about the restoration of all things, renewing right. the earth. The kingdom of God being at hand. Exactly. And, and and all of creation being reconciled to God so he may be made all in one. Right. It's about restoring this earth, not running away from it, you know? Yeah. So, so that's the point. So what the point is, is what Jesus prayed. Yeah. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Yes, and, and sharing the good news that death itself has been defeated. Yeah. Now, we still experience it, yes. We right. do experience a physical death, but as Paul said, there's no sting in it. Death, where is your sting? Oh, grave, where is your victory? Because now, even when we experience death, we know that we are in eternal life. Yeah. Um, but anyway, back back to these, man. 
back to those. Um, you know, y'all, this is the spookiest thing about this set. Candy corn is terrible, but like when it's close to me, I can't me. not eat it. Excuse me, sir. Candy corn is incredible. <laughs> now, I will at least agree that the, the pumpkin The ones, pumpkins, these are like little grenades of bad. The, the pumpkin ones are a bit much. I'll agree with you there. But uh, candy corn is awesome. So please, you know, keep your bad opinions to yourself. We're going to try to. We're going to lose patrons because of you. Stop well, I think it's going to be a good shot. We'll see. Uh, all right. But, uh, you know, another thing I wanted to point out about these is that to me, when I read, when I flip through the stories of Bill and Don Piper, Mary Kay Baxters, and others like them, I get the sense that you have Christians who just simply want to read horror stories. Sure. Or just want to scare themselves, but they can't go out and read a Stephen King book. Right. Because that would be sinful or worldly or demonic. Right. So they make their little Christian versions of it where now it's okay. Like the Hell Houses because they want to be scared. Yeah. It, it's like we all actually just, well, not all, but a lot of us just enjoy the feeling of, and the rush and the adrenaline getting of getting spooked out. Yeah. But that the real stuff is demonic, so we got we to gotta make our own version. And so these would fly off the, uh, off the shelves when really it's nothing more than people just having that same human base kind of desire to get freaked out. Yeah. You know? And so they, they get into such details of like all the different levels of punishment and the different things that can happen to you. And, and they can be like visceral too. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, and when you go back and take the things that they're saying about, you know, the different types of torture that goes on and, right. you know, and then look at the Bible uh, and, and try to figure out how much of this has, scripture to stand on yeah it's super weak i mean where in the bible does it describe that there's like one room where you're tortured in this way and there's another room where you're tortured in that way and they get very creative brandon so joey it's actually um there's a passage in the bible and um the book of uh dante's inferno oh yes very that important. goes into the different levels of hell yeah yeah and that's where all of the health theology comes from is the book of dante you're right you're absolutely right and that's the reality is mm-hmm. most of that stuff is so heaven is so heavily influenced yeah by works like dante's inferno yes that it lines up more with a medieval writing than it does with actually the bible yeah absolutely even like i said earlier this idea that that demons are employed in hell that's very much more like a greek mythology this idea that like the devil is the king of the underworld and like right. that's his kingdom where he rules and he has minions that do his commands like that sounds more close to closely related to greek mythology than the actual bible right and also here's my question why do they get to break the rules that's like a stat- by the Bible. Yeah. If we're going to yeah. agree with like eternal conscious torment for a second, mm-hmm. okay, and we use the um, the typically uh, cited verses in the Bible of the rich man and Lazarus yeah. and how the rich man goes to hell, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But he's like, you know, give me a drop of water. Give me just a drop of water. Nope, can't do it. Yeah. Like, fine, fine, forget that. Give me a chance to go back mm-hmm. and tell the people what I have seen and what I'm experiencing so that they can choose you. Mm -hmm. And like, no, they have Moses and the prophets. And so he's denied the request to go back to tell people what is going on in hell. Yeah. How come he gets to break that rule? Well, Bill had special treatment. All right. Bill had 23 minutes of rule breaking fun in hell. (laughs) So it's like, you know, that's what like concerns me about these, you know, Mm -hmm. these eternal destination yeah you know vacationers yeah is 
Paul and John aren't allowed to talk about their revelations of heaven right, from their trips. Say, yeah. And the rich man isn't able to go back for even just a moment to warn his friends about the reality of hell. Yeah, God, Jesus literally says it, like, it would be useless. Like, right. If they already did not listen to Moses and the prophets, they're not going to listen to you in hell. Right. So he's basically saying that idea is stupid. It won't work. Yeah. And then what? It's This is the dispensation where we try that idea out instead? I mean, what, what, <laughs> right. what's, the, what's going on here? He changed his mind? Yeah, so it's a, it's a super interesting, like, just issue of, okay, so now we're going to break the rules of the Bible that yeah. we don't like mm-hmm. to write books that will make us money about things that, don't even line up with the Bible. Yeah. Breaking the rules of the Bible that we aren't even reading correctly to get to these, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, there's there's another rule. I mean, like, I, I think it was the story in uh, where they cast demons into pigs. Remember, there's like... Legion. A, yeah, Legion. He, he cast demons out of this man, and then they say, send us into the pigs. I, yep. I think it was in the story where they specifically talk about, like, are you here to send us to our torment or something right. along those lines? Implying that even these demonic spirits are not enjoying their time in hell. No. They're tormented, too, yeah. or, or even is meant for that. So a lot of Bible verses like that are just completely thrown out. Right. I think that um, what we have is... These are books where people would rather make up their own stories, their own fiction, to sell something and make some money than actually preach the gospel. Right. And that in and of itself is actually more close to the demonic than what the story is. You know? Yeah. Like, if you really want to know what demonic activity looks like, it's deception and, and, and yeah. you know, leading people. It, it, it's harming people. Yeah, it's harming people, deceiving people, uh, accusing people. And the fact that they would make up a story just to make money... I mean, that is more closely accurate to what demonic activity is than the actual story. Because, again, I will say this until the day I die. Fear does not lead people to repentance. Fear does not lead people to God. Yeah. Like, the Bible says the goodness of God leads men to repentance. Mm -hmm. So it's like if we're trying to lead people to God through fear, through Mm -hmm. books like 23 Minutes in Hell or a divine revelation of hell or whatever else because we want to scare people, through hell houses like we talked about in you know yeah. earlier in the episode if we're trying to scare people into a relationship with god that's not going to work yeah the bible even says that's not how god does it mhm mhm absolutely and you know i think it's important to also stay away from these just for the fact that these are uh, cases where one person is saying you should believe in God because here's my story, right? Rather than you should believe in God because look at how much love there of right. God there is, or because look at the Bible, look at Jesus. It's no, it's look at me, right? And so it's all attention on me. Here's my tale, and I just we should be cautious about that. I think, yeah, and it's like of course you know testimony is an incredible way to lead people to God, but the testimony should always be. I experienced God's love in this way and you can too. I experienced God's goodness in this way and I want you to experience that too. I experienced mm-hmm. heaven on earth in this way mm-hmm. and I want to show you how to experience that too. I would say always be skeptical of a testimony with a price tag. If yeah. you have to pay money to get the story, if someone really had a legitimate testimony, I don't think they would be trying to market it and make money off of it. Right. I feel like they would just want to get the truth out there and tell everyone that they can. Yeah, So absolutely. if that testimony comes with a price tag attached, that should already be a red flag. Yeah. You just don't have to, you know, and the, whole, the, the entire uh, book of Acts, mm-hmm. 
It's not like they charge them, <laughs> yeah. you know, to be in the upper room. Right, exactly. It's like, you know, we'll get into money another day, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, I believe that there's certain, you know, there is certain truth to giving and tithe and different things like that, but that is a whole another topic right. for another day. Well, yeah. I, I'm just, I'm excited to even continue this little uh, October series. Oh, yeah. Because we... Yeah, I love Spooky Month. We, uh, you know, we didn't really talk about Halloween itself in this right. episode. We just talked about spooky things. Oh, but we will. But we will. And I'm really excited. We're going to get into some fun stuff. I know one of the things that I'm really excited about, Brandon, is just our getting us getting a chance to tell about spooky things that we've actually encountered in, spooky. in, in real world. You know, like actual yeah. paranormal things that we might have seen or whatever. It's going to be fun. Uh, I'm so excited. I went on a ghost trail in Knoxville. Nice. And uh, I'm excited to talk about some of the things yeah, yeah. that happened there. You know, right along with these stories of people who went to hell, another huge part of these spooky Christian books were people who claimed to be witches or warlocks. Oh, yeah. And they come out and they tell their story of like, I used to be a witch. I used to be a Satanist. I used to be this and that. And right. now I'm saved. And uh, those were flying off the shelf. It was a huge trend. Well, yeah. And so I'm really excited to get into those too. Because they want the behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the th- when you, whenever I think about Halloween from a Christian perspective or from growing up charismatic, it was always like, that's the witch's day. And you right. got to stay in because that's the day of the most witch activity outside. Ooh, and especially if it's a full moon. Oh, Halloween. yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we would like keep our pets inside. We didn't want people to sacrifice <laughs> right, them. We yeah. were terrified of all these witches outside. It was, of course, a huge part of the satanic panic. Um, and it's just so dumb looking at it now and like actually learning what people who are in witchcraft or, or Wicca or Satanism. Yeah. I know those aren't the same thing. But when you look at what they actually believe and then think, what we were afraid of them doing. It's just, right. it's just hysterical. So I'm really excited to talk about those ex-witch stories, and we're going we're gonna to do that next week. Yeah, so super excited about that. Also, next week, we will be hanging out with the Nice Boys. Yes. Uh, Austin and Shane from the Nice Boys podcast, and we're going to be talking about the Christian horror media. Yeah. Just as a whole. I know we touched on it a little bit, but we're going to kind of do a deep dive yeah. with them on why Christians just love horror yeah. stuff that tends to be not good content. <laughs> and uh, I love those guys. They're so goofy. There's some, you know, we were on an episode of theirs and we're so excited to have them on. Oh, yeah. Talk about this because Shane grew up very similar to you. Yes. Um, he actually, <laughs> I'm sorry I'm spoiling this, but he was Carmen one year for Halloween. <laughs> yes, and I love that yes, so he much. He was Carmen for Halloween. Yeah. And so... <laughs> He, he gets it. He does. He gets it. And Austin, too. I mean, we, we when we were on their show, we we did a um, fantasy draft of, yep. the, uh, of a, the best Winter Jam lineup. Yeah. And I think one thing we could do with them is like a tier list of Christian horror movies. Yes. So I'm talking, you know, uh, Three, House, House uh, Hangman's Curse. Left Behind. Left Behind, yeah. The, the what, What's it called? Uh, Thief in the Night Saga. Yep. All of these terrifying Christian movies. We're going to rank them. So excited to hang out with them. But other than that, everybody, thank you so much for joining us on week one of Spooky Month. We are so sorry we missed last week's upload. Me and Joey just need to take a little break, but we are back at it. Look forward to seeing all of you back next week. Make sure you click subscribe, ring the bell to know when we upload. If you want to become part of the discussions that go on, you know, Monday through Sunday, 
join our Patreon, patreon.com slash allthingsreconsidered. The link is below $3 a month to join our Discord. It is growing, and we have so much fun in there. And other than that, we will see all of you guys later. Happy Halloween. Spooky. (laughs) 